Hello and welcome to this week's episode of We Are His and Hers. A marriage of opinions. (laughs) Actually, we're not we are. That's just our Instagram. Since we were last here, we actually um, started up an Instagram account. Yes, we did. And it's doing okay. I think we've got a full 30 solid followers. (laughs) Something like that. Um, But this week, we are here to talk about body body positivity in and around social media. um, And... Just how it affects boys and girls, really. Yeah, we're going to delve into it um, and just um, talk about some things that we talk about and things that don't always get talked about. Um, first of all, though, we're going to have a little recap um, on what we've been up to. So yeah, because we've been away for a little while, actually. It's been a couple of weeks. We've been very busy. Had some exciting projects to uh, get stuck into and to report back on. So what have you been up to? Uh, so this week I went to a... An amazing event for Ernest Jones. It was at uh, Peachtree Nurseries, which we've been to on many occasions. Lovely. Yeah, we really, really love it. But it was so nice to eat a proper meal there. I've never eaten a three-course meal there. Um, never mind being invited to an event there. And it was just incredible. If anyone's not been before, you really must put it on your list. It's near Richmond. Uh, it's you can take dogs there, which is incredible. I don't know if you can take them to the main restaurants. I don't think so. So you've got a, it's a beautiful sort of nursery and... Uh, For very, flowers. Yes. <laughs> so we've got a gardening nursery with beautiful plants and flowers and things in a sort of Victorian walled garden kind of setting. Mm. And you've got a glass house for um, the shop. But you've also got um, places where you can eat food and a slightly swankier glass house for main meals, which is a bit more posh. Yeah. I was in a sort of extra greenhouse that they've only recently done up I think within the, the last year and um, Ernest Jones invited me there are about 12 uh, bloggers and Instagrammers there and we got treated to the most gorgeous meal followed by and also lovely drinks um, followed by um, well I mean we got taken there and back which that was incredible I've never been to an event where I've been sent and Addison Lee to pick me up and take me home. That was amazing. Um, And of course, they very generously gifted me a um, a necklace, um, a jewellery box and some flowers. It was just really idyllic. So yeah, whilst I was doing that, uh, whilst I was eating and drinking, you were exercising. (laughs) It's true. Well, yeah, so I've had a pretty busy week too myself. Um, Two days, in fact, uh, the first of which uh, at the same time you were enjoying Peachtree Nurseries and swanky jewellery, I was with um, Soconi UK, the sports brand. So I was invited to attend a couple of days with them, looking at their new training shoes. Um, I was very generously gifted a new set of training shoes, um, training clothes, and got to hang out with the amazing Joe Pavey, um, Great Britain athlete and general track and racing legend, and some GB and England coaches. So gleaned some invaluable new tricks and Things from those guys got to run um, the Regent's Canal up to Regent's Park and sprinting up and down uh, Primrose Hill, the iconic mm. place where all the top runners like to go and run around London. So that was amazing and hard work. I really ached because yeah, you, know, you were pretty sweaty in those. In the <laughs> they had a photographer there and the pictures of you I've just seen tonight. You look pretty damp from head to toe. Well, you've got a five times Olympian in your <laughs> company. You don't want to be a psycho, especially when you've just introduced yourself as a, a sport and fitness and health mm. uh, professional and Instagrammer. So yeah, I, I, <laughs> I put some effort in um, and I felt it because the next day um, we had a, another event again with Stockholm, but it was at a fantastic place called One Rebel in London, 
<coughs> pardon me, which is uh, a, a very interesting sort of training place where you can go. Um, it's a drop-in kind of centre actually, so anyone can go, and they do all sorts of really cool classes. So we got absolutely beasted. So two tough days in a row was pretty tough, um, but an amazing fun, and that was it was good times. Yeah. Oh, and also, I mean, we we can't really not comment on having just had the royal wedding yesterday. That did also happen. Yeah. Which we enjoyed immensely. Oh, I loved it. I'm so pleased that my name is now a royal name. <laughs> <laughs> Although she spells it wrong, by the way, <laughs> according to me. Um, but now people are trying to spell my name wrong as well, which is a bit irritating. <laughs> but every moment of that wedding was just fabulous, wasn't it? I loved it. Was it. Yeah. I, know, I think... Um, I think we got into it even more than um, Kate and William's wedding, and yeah. it was just. just I think lovely. because also we've been married now, so we've gone through the wedding yeah. thing. We we've gone through that thing of who do you invite, who don't you invite, and um, obviously her dad wasn't there, which was really upsetting. And there was a lot of tearful moments. Yeah, but it was lovely. I thought all in all, it was really nicely done and a very inclusive kind of thing. You know, brought in a lot of different uh, interests and people, and um, I think as they will continue to do, it's a really nice kind of. Mm. Um, yeah, inclusive sort of yeah. marriage and stuff. She's definitely going to change everything, and I'm really, really excited about it. For the better, for sure. So, uh, as we're sticking with the um, tradition here, where I ask Megan a question from the book of questions, Love and Sex. So, <laughs> What um, is this week's question? <clears throat> this week's question. I think you've probably got the gist now. It's going to be a bit more love than sex. <clears throat> but um, Yeah, a bit prude like that. So I semi-randomly landed on question 128. So Megan, what are the main things you feel you want or need from a life partner? Okay, right. Um, I think that I need stability, reliability, um, uh, trustworthiness, um, and a lot of attention when I need it, but also to back off when I don't need it. So, also a psychic. Okay. <laughs> so not, not too many demands. No. But I, do you know, when I was younger, I think I did used to write down, like most teenage girls do, I did write my list of what you want from a guy. And it back then, I think it was more like tall, dark and handsome. Or like back then, it was actually like, curtains and stuff wasn't it nice like teeth, hair. Good hair. now it's <coughs> now it's more about um what they can do for me as an actual person rather than what they look like look like okay yeah um, what about you so not too much then no what do i feel i want and need from a, a life partner <laughs> um well i think you've nailed some pretty good ones i think trust is a big one isn't it and that goes both ways yeah someone you can trust in thankfully I found you and I can. Yeah, and, um, <laughs> yeah luckily we're actually each other's life partners, so <laughs> don't describe someone that isn't me. Okay. Well, well you describe, you asked for, was it reliability? Yeah. I, I think I'm stable, I give you stability. I'm not sure I have quite reached the lofty heights of reliability <laughs> you need. You are, I think you should be dating yourself really, because you are very reliable. Um, <laughs> dating myself, nice. That's something I need to work on. But yeah, trustworthiness is, is great. Um, you know, I think someone who can understand you when and, and love you when you're down as well as when you're up yeah and you know understand that you know because i want to be your rock but sometimes i might be feeling poorly or you know maybe something's got me down and but luckily you're not ill very you often you can be my rock yeah yeah so there you go <laughs> invincibility and <laughs> so for you it's not um any physical attributes then if i wrote a top list no no it wouldn't be. i mean even when i met you and we were both single, I think that I 
totally fancied you, but <laughs> I was attracted to more than just that. So I guess, but it's funny because now we're talking from married perspective. We're not talking from single person looking for someone new kind of perspective. Yeah. But it was more um, <clears throat> the way you made me feel when you know you made me laugh, and I felt you were very warm when I met you, and that was I think that's part of that that openness and that. Um, that emotional intelligence bit as well. Yeah. Well, it's quite good though that we're talking about that and saying how actually the physical attributes are not a big deal for us because we are, our topic today being body positivity in social media, it's right on, like it, it leads on well. It does. Yeah. It's a, it's a, a smooth segue. It's that a lot of people are talking about body, body positivity on Instagram and I think that's incredible. I think that it's just going to help a lot of people feel comfortable in themselves. Um, which I think really, really helps. But um, we've also talked about body dysmorphia and how yeah. I think everyone can have a touch of that. I think that sometimes you can be totally fine, but you can absolutely hate yourself and um, you you aren't actually bad. <laughs> like... Well, yeah, I think that um, in the section before, I was just talking about having good days and bad days. And I think that sometimes, oh, I'll speak openly and just say sometimes I, I look in the mirror and I think, you know, that's that's not bad that. And then other days I look <laughs> in it and uh, and and I'm not so keen, and I I'd, I'd rather not look in a mirror. So, um, and I think <clears throat> if I may speak from my position as a, as a fitness professional and someone who's heavily involved in sport, um, <clears throat> there is I think there are specific pressures. So you know, for example, I think one of the reasons I first jotted this down as a um, topic for our podcast is that you know for me. You know, I, I like to keep myself in shape and stay quite fit and healthy. Um, and I, I don't project a lot of things like topless images and things like that um, onto my social media and things. Fine for people who like to do that. It's just not really my vibe. But I've often you see that stuff because you look at what's going on in the, you know, the Insta sphere. And um, I've had moments where I thought, oh, you know, do I look good enough to be calling myself, a, you know, uh, an Instagram or a, a, you know, a health professional as I am in my day job. Yeah, you definitely then, have bad days where sometimes you'll be like, oh no, I don't look good at, in this, or I don't look right and I need, yeah. to go, I need to go and do muscle building exercises. And I don't, I don't see it personally. But I think the pressure, just, yeah. I think the pressure for, for males, possibly, um, and I don't speak for all males, but for me, you'll see a picture which um, someone will put up. And let's be honest, we only put up the pictures that we feel we look good in. Yeah, you're not going to necessarily put up bad pictures no. even though a lot of people now are doing that on purpose well, some, some brave people are in, yeah. particularly with the sort of body positivity movement they'll put up very honest pictures um and actually i found that that's been very interesting because you'll have someone who'll put up um a picture of themselves kind of relaxed but standing normally which is how we, we all look most of the time and then they'll may have a, a split image and it will be them perhaps posing or tensing mm. uh, maybe they put a spotlight or they they change something in the room and and we do look totally different yeah and i think that that um i don't know you know you, <laughs> when we put up um paid instagram uh, work you put hashtag ad i mm. wonder if we should be putting up hashtag pose or something <laughs> like that where well a lot of people know. i think they put it on the carousel don't they where they've got the kind of more airbrushed one but then you swipe and you see the other one mm. which i think is really interesting it's quite cool to, i love seeing those those celebrity photos where it's from a magazine and it's airbrushed not an mm. airbrushed yeah I th but we also wanted to talk about that and talk about airbrushing and how everyone can do it now you can 
use like I I'm not an absolute computer whiz, but I could airbrush something if I wanted. I've personally never ever changed my body shape or size on an Instagram photo, but I have I must confess I have smoothed out a line here or here or something. I mean, yeah, you do that. You get rid of your bag because Guilty. yeah, you're not going <laughs> to put up those photos where you look rough because we're treating it as a business and mm. you don't want to well, I mean, for our own brand, we don't want to look bad. So we're going to take the picture on a good day and therefore actually I've edited a photo, put on a filter, got rid of like some wrinkles here and there, brightened up my eyes, sparkled up the jewelry and I've lost the original image. So a year later, I might come back to that photo and I probably looked, I, I'm probably thinking I looked really good then, but actually I didn't, I'd airbrushed myself. So is there a danger that that might make you feel a bit rubbish now looking back? Making myself feel rubbish. <laughs> but I think with the body dysmorphia thing, I mean, for Girls, especially when it's the time of the month, you feel rougher. You, I think the bloating does show, but therefore, like actually, some people don't think it shows. It's sometimes internal, and um, it's hard to feel confident. And yeah. so it's a sense of body dysmorphia, but it's mm. also actually, I don't think I look good at some times of the month. <laughs> but yeah, it goes for boys and girls, really. No, absolutely. I think. Um, yeah, I think. Just going back to the point about um, the flexing and tensing thing, like some people, um, you know, I, I went through a patch where I thought, you know, I don't have a permanent six pack all the time. And does that make me not worthy as, as a fitness person? But then you, you, you kind of have a moment of clarity and you think, well, nobody has a six pack all the time, mm. male, female, whether you're uh, a bodybuilder or some sort of champion six pack competitor, uh, if that even exists. Because when we all <laughs> relax and we sit down, or you're just standing in a normal, normal position. No, not everybody has a six pack. But if I, let's say I follow, you know, Joe six pack on Instagram, um, every single picture is gonna be well lit. It's gonna be, there's gonna be tensing and all that sort of thing. And um, I think that it's good to remind people of that. And because I have to remind myself of that sometimes, you know, I do endurance sports and I do strength sports myself. And, but I, and I teach all across the board, but because I don't have massive bulging muscles and a six pack, uh, there's been points where I've wondered, are people going to look at that and go, he doesn't look like all those muscle-bound people. Maybe he's a terrible trainer. And but I you know your stuff. Well, yes. <laughs> I, I, I wonder if other trainers feel that way too. So um, feel free to, to comment and let me know. Hmm. Well, also we were talking, we wanted to make sure we talked about um, these kind of phys physical type exercise influences. And a lot of them have these incredible bodies, whether it's done through airbrushing or not. They, some of them are incredible and they look insane and really aspirational, but actually a lot of them are under 30 and they are naturally very slim people. Mm. And so they're selling this aesthetic and these exercises and everything to look a certain way, but actually they've always looked that way. Um, they, yeah. they might be telling some truth, but a lot of them haven't got a scientific background. They're not necessarily actually preaching what's created there. <laughs> well, for me, and you mentioned it before about the, the, my sort of knowledge level or having that sort of education. So, um, you know, as a graduate sports scientist and, and reasonably well-read um, scientific type of fitness professional, for me, um, it's speaking from a position of knowledge, you look at that sort of stuff and you think, you know, that is one person demonstrating what their life and what they have do day to day does with their body. 
Mm. So what I do for myself in terms of my diet, my exercise and stuff, might do have different results than me to another person or to mm. you. So you're right. And I think sometimes it's... Yeah, we'll do the same run and you'll sweat bucket loads and I won't sweat at all. Yeah. Just because the way we're made up. Yeah, we're different and I'm, you know... And you'll burn more calories because you're taller and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, it's, but it's, yeah, to your point, there are some very influential, very um, successful, powerful um, health influencers out there, you know, um, who put up a lot of pictures of their own physiques. Um, and I wonder if it's partly they're affirming to themselves that they look good and that they get that um, feedback. Because you'll always get the, the nice followers saying, oh, you look fantastic. I wish I looked like you. And I think that's <laughs> fine as long as that remains, by and large, positive. Because yeah. I've never been the sort of uh, fan or follower that um, wishes they were like someone else. I like to learn from other people um, and, then, and, and add that to what I know and, and use. But um, I, uh, I wonder if people ever look at that and sort of go, oh, I wish I looked like that, and then go home and feel crummy because they don't. I think also a lot of younger uh, Instagrammers and stuff, that are, like younger viewers, are um, going to struggle because they might not have maybe kind of become more confident with their body. I think I've become more confident with my body as I've got older. Kind of just <clears> think, well, that's the way I'm, I am. Mm-hmm. I've done all that I can do exercise-wise. So I do train quite hard. And I'm like, well, that is my body shape. I've just come to terms with that. So you find the bits that you love. You don't have to love every single part of yourself every single day. Mm. You can have down and up days. But um, yeah. I think, I think going back to the subject of body positivity, especially as a movement, you mm. know, like hashtag body positivity. I think for the most part, I think it's been very, um, very positive uh, in terms of saying to people, um, you know, you don't have to have the perfect... Uh, you know, airbrush looking, permanent six pack, you know, uh, perfect booty body all the time. And um, I think um, big kudos to people that have been pushing that agenda and, ma- and being very honest about it. Yeah. I think to kind of round things up and, and put things into a bit of um, perspective, context, if you will, um, I would say to people who are um, sometimes feeling um, down about um, what they see on social media and feeling that they're inadequate. Um, just to remember a few key things really I think you know people post pictures of themselves most of the time looking their absolute best yeah they're well lit mm-hmm. they're going to pose properly uh, or they're going to pose in a certain way um, there's example, also probably a hundred photos to that one that went live I was going to say so on my um, my running thing the other day that I mentioned in the intro I took about eight pictures <laughs> in the position mm-hmm. and, I, and I looked at them and I said to the person taking the photos for me I look terrible. Please take them again. And I changed my pose because I just I didn't like the way it looked. Yeah. You know I didn't I didn't have to airbrush it. I didn't have to sort of flex a muscle or anything. It was simply that I didn't like it. And and I'm not I'm not being dishonest putting in a picture that I'm happy with. But yeah. um, back to the, the sort of the point. I think that it's just good to remember that you know people also are going to potentially um, particularly if it's like a, if it's a topless thing or some kind of you know like. Um, dressed in a way that they're showing their body kind of picture, you know, people are going to be um, well lit, they're going to be posing, they're going to be looking the best, and sucking it in. I mean, if I let my tummy relax, I mean, I'm, I'm under 10% body fat most of the time. If I, if I let my, myself relax, there's, you know, I don't have a flat six-pack tummy. If I tense <laughs> it and I get the lighting right, there's six-packs all over the place. Yeah, and also people have come to um, expect with magazines that they are airbrushed, they are filtered, they are like a lot of people have worked on it. There's a makeup artist behind the scenes, there's a stylist. Really there's, careful lighting. Yeah, insane lighting. So 
actually people have come to understand that magazines aren't necessarily portraying what that person looks like in real life. I mean, I'm in magazines and I don't look like that in the morning. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that is not how it goes. Okay. So, <laughs> but that's why people haven't quite come to realise that Instagram is not as candid as they think. So, it is. yeah, yeah, of course. So it, they need to not kind of judge themselves against Instagram. There's just no need. And so I we think... need to think of Instagram as being like an online magazine. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Especially when you're looking at those influencers that are a little bit bigger and they obviously are doing it for a job. Right. Yeah, I mean, like, because they're going to be putting in more effort, they're going to be definitely airbrushing, they're definitely going to be using a filter. Whereas, like, if you've got kind of, like, as you said earlier, Joe Blogs, um, just sticking up any photo, maybe theirs won't be airbrushed. But most people's are nowadays, or they've got an Instagram or, like, Snapchat yeah. filter on. If anyone's not entirely sure what we're going on about with the kind of body positivity movement or the hashtag body mm. positivity, um, give it a little look. And I still think for the most part, as with many, most of these movements, they start off with really good intentions. And I think that it, for the most part, it still remains the case. And there's some really brave people out there, like you said. So go and check out that hashtag. And um, I, I find for the most part, I find it quite inspiring. Mm. You know, people are being very honest, very brave. You know, they'll sometimes go a little close to the bone and sort of... Uh, say who they might be uh, displeased with but they'll have pictures you know of themselves looking super relaxed um you know possibly you know makeup no posing and they might have a picture next to them with all the tricks not even the airbrushing but just the, the sort of tricks you can do with um lighting posture that kind of thing and, yeah. um, and it's quite amazing and maybe e even from a weird angle you could take that and say oh i could take a slightly better picture of myself yeah i think that all in all to round it up i think as long as you are healthy and you're not um, unhealthy, <laughs> therefore I think that you need to be confident with yourself. If you're doing the right sort of exercise, if you're eating healthily most of the time, then I think that you can be confident. I don't think you need to worry about anything. Yeah, well my whole thing with my um, elevatesport.co.uk, that's my <laughs> website, all of my blog content is aimed at being um, something that you can do as part of your lifestyle. So I don't, um, uh, ascribe to the idea that you should you know crash diet this and do this and that and the other so like you said Megan I think uh, everything that you do should make your body healthier not less healthy mm -hmm. and I think it goes to your mind as well yeah so definitely. you want to be healthy in your body you know there are ways like my website and many others where you can find out how to look after yourself properly yeah and yeah do the same for your mind I think um, yeah and don't compare yourself to others no one you are yourself there's no one else that's identical to you so you actually can't compare yourself to them yeah if you can find positive inspiration that seems um, achievable and real in others great but if you're chasing someone or following someone that uh, ever makes you feel bad about yourself maybe give them an unfollow or, yeah. or follow someone else for a while yeah and just remember that they're probably 16 <laughs> <laughs> yeah i often look at people and i'm like oh my god they look incredible and then i'm like well actually they're still a teenager <laughs> there is no point in comparing myself to them but yeah anyway so that is it today i'm i hope that the instagram story living didn't um kind of distract you in any way um we we just wanted to try that out and see how it went and introduce some people to our podcast because you are all incredible and thank you so much for listening in general and um, make sure you subscribe and give us a review if you can um we'll be back in two weeks time we've got another great discussion <laughs> Cracking. for you yeah it's gonna be a marriage of opinions yes it is <laughs> see you then. bye